Episode 47 of Mike, Paper, Scissors. We're back at it again. It's the three of us. We got Crip. We got Kansas City Red. Oh, he has a new name now. He has a new name now. Irresponsible Negro. Irresponsible Negro. We'll get into that a little later. And LJ, your favorite, are here today to bring you all things black. We have so much to talk about. We're going to try and pack it in and keep y'all entertained. Hope you are thoroughly enjoying your holiday season and that it was everything you needed to be, whether it was just to relax, whether it was to shop, whether it was to eat and argue with your family. Um, I hope it was good. Was y'all was y'all's holiday good? Yeah. 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 Dope. What was the family. highlight? What? Highlight. Quick highlights. Quick highlights for the holiday for you. Chitlins. Uh, oh, God. Not eating chitlins. chitlins. <laughs> <laughs> so chitlins were nah. involved in everyone's holiday. For mm-hmm. creamy, it was to not eat them. For yeah. Chris, it was a couple days at Chitterlings. Wow, yeah. And hot souls. My little cousin got a job. I found that out on Thanksgiving. That's great. So I guess that's my highlight. That's dope. Little jerk. I love quick time with family. We did a quick turnaround trip to Philly and back. And, and your cousin, and your, and your cousin beat your ass and, and um. One of my brought. cousins. One of my cousins and 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 continued to brag and brought it over. To the internet to share with the world that that's okay. He wanted to display to the world that okay, he David. your ass. <laughs> <laughs> okay, David. And our games were going long, like we were filling up the thing. It's all right, David. I'll see you. I'm gonna get some. How many times did he beat you? Three times. Mm. I did not beat him once. Mm. Mm-hmm. Damn. I know. That's crazy. So you beat at least so one win at man. the day party. Your 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 wins were flukes. What are you talking about? My wins were flukes. Or, <laughs> well, not necessarily. No. My strategy here. Here was my thing at the the my strategy, and where a lot of people. I'm gonna just give you my strategy. Right? My strategy is to go fast. As soon as you put uh, a thing down, I put it down. Mm, you put it down, oh, I put it down. You're trying to give a person mm, no time to think. This is what it is, and then they feel rushed. Mm-hmm. And so men are so funny with their egos, like they want to keep up with me mm-hmm. in an effort to go as fast as I can. They're missing shit. That's and so that's crazy. why I was winning. So that's Damn, my, especially when people are drinking. Oh my God. I'm like, oh, he's drinking. Hey, want to play? Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. I win. They're like, oh, wait. I didn't even, before they could even. That's a good strategy. So it is. It, it wouldn't have worked on me, though. Well, the people it didn't work on are people who paused, who did yep. not let me push them. Yeah. And so when I was playing with my little cousin, I was like, don't let me rush you. Like, he put a thing down, I put one immediately down. Uh-huh. Like, I'd be hovering over it, waiting for him to drop. <laughs> he dropped it, I go, plink. And so it made him nervous. Like, well, what, what, what does she see? see? That I don't see. I didn't see anything. I was just. I'd have like, I'm going to catch her slipping. She ain't paying attention. <laughs> so that's, I just gave y'all my strategy away. Um, so what do we want to get into? Some blackness. What's on top? Blackness, my favorite. Um, so we're going to talk about in North Carolina, the mm-hmm. North Carolina School Board. Rejected, uh, rejected that African American history classes be taken in in their school system. Winston Salem District, uh, to be precise. They rejected having Black history, history classes be offered mandatory in their school system. Be be offered or be a mandatory class. So it's not offered at all, or it's not something. It's it was not a like proposal and math. to offer mandatory classes, mm-hmm. and seven to one shot it down. Seven to one. So, okay. So what does hmm. this mean for the people? Does that mean there it will not be Is offered this- at all, or you don't have to take it? It'll be an elective. Right now, it's off the table. So it's not a class that's offered. Mm-mm. Okay. And so seven to one is strong. What were the arguments against? Do we know? Um, one person said, "Great news! Finally, some common sense from this crazy school board." Mm-hmm. Uh, another said, uh, "Just another useless course that would not be used once students graduate from high school." <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Okay. 
Jeez. Oh, what is? Do we know what the racial makeup of of that uh, uh, Winston Salem school district? I'm not sure. I mean, I know there's plenty black folks in Winston Salem, uh-huh. but I don't know the actual numbers. From? <laughs> <laughs> At least from North Carolina. So, what does that mean for us? So, when we hear things like this, like a school is not regulating, what what is that? What did that feel? This this really resonated with you. What does that mean for you? Because I feel like with all the history that that we bring to the table, mm-hmm. it should be definitely mandatory. So mm. now that it's not, what does that mean? That means we gotta go. They gotta go back to the table and try it again. Or, or what else could we do? Like, what if we keep bringing it to the table and they keep saying no? We come up another argument. We get another lawyer. We bring it in. We argue. We show stats and data, and they're like, "Yeah, no." Because to me. When I see that, well, what does I want? What does that? What does that mean? So now they're saying no. It's important to you. It's not important to them. Now what? I guess the the parents, the people of the community, need to come together and push a little harder. Hmm. Because what is the ultimate desire? Because by having a Black History class, the desire. What is the desired outcome of that? That you're being taught. Which I guess what you would call forgotten history or mm-hmm. taught history that's not taught on purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I think everyone can benefit from history, like not just black students, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone can benefit from knowing all the contributions that black people have made to the country and to the world. So that, to me, that we don't even have to dig deep to figure out why there's value in it. And we don't have to dig deep to find out why people would not be interested and making that necessary. So we also know that it's, I won't say no, because I don't know that everyone thinks this way, but uh, for a lot of people, and I'll include myself, we know that white supremacy is one of the values in this country and in the world. And I think teaching black history and reminding students and teachers of all the, the contributions black people make puts dents in this idea that white people are supreme above all, when we're, we're so I think take, calling this unnecessary hogwash, something they'll all forget, that's fine. But I think if the goal is to make sure students know it, especially black students know it, what can we also do? You gotta teach it yourselves. This is what I'm saying. But, but the, the thing, well, hmm, because like, it's not mandatory, I don't think, here either. I think right. it, it's an elective. Right. Um, so, you know, I, I think it should just be a part of, because you get world history, that's mandatory generally, U.S. history, and then after that you can pick right. an elective. That's how my system was, and um, I, and I, think, I remember. But I think you should do a better job in U.S. history. Yes, and world it, history. And, I think there's yeah. ways to implement it. Like if I were a black teacher, I would be... Incorporating because it's it's not it's only separate because it's left out. Yeah, well, and, and then too, like that's not regulated across the country. Right. So, like, a U.S. history curriculum here isn't necessarily what it looks like. I mean, even from district to district or city to city, right. it doesn't always look the same. I don't know. It's kind of one of those things where, to me, I guess because so because it's not regulated because it's up to like it. So I don't not want to be mad about it. I got the racial makeup of Winston-Salem, and it's, as of 2017, it was 56% white, 34% black. Okay. Right. Those are high black numbers. Yeah. Those are high black numbers. You don't have to go far in Winston-Salem to find another brown person. Thank you for that. Yeah. So so I think, uh, like many other things, one of the things I don't come to expect, I don't come to expect... Or nor am I going to actively seek out white people to give us permission to do what we need to do. I think if the desired outcome is that our children know what other people came before them who look like them, who share the same aesthetics and and history have done, it's our job to teach them. And somebody had made the um, connection before that um, Jewish people, they'll send their kids to school and they're sending them to school to to learn the Torah and to learn the language because it's so important Mm -hmm. to the culture. Like um, uh, Muslim families, you know, they send their kids to school, and I bet them kids are learning Arabic. They didn't mm-hmm. learn Arabic mm-hmm. in school. Mm-hmm. They learned it at home. They didn't learn yeah. Arabic because they live 
in in um but what language are you gonna teach well i'm not saying, unless we do the knowledge and know where we came from right i mean but there are things we can teach like i think expecting the school it would be nice i, I think it would have been nice if they had made it mandatory i think that would have been a huge statement it should be mandatory across uh-huh. the country honestly but, but if it's not and i don't I, I think my whole thing is if it's not if they don't make it mandatory what can we do to make sure our children get what they need but see the thing it's not just about our children though either like you know what i mean like because white kids uh, you know all kids all kids in this country would benefit from knowing you know what i mean right i mean that's so the first I, thing I mean, i'm of saying of course yeah. we can take care of our kids but mm-hmm. i think um, everyone i think every yeah. but but that's what i'm saying that's that's yeah, the yeah. that's the white supremacy part it's mm-hmm. this idea that any other contributions are not so um, I, I never took black history what they what what they gonna what they gonna teach in there because i don't want see that's so there my, is so, so my thing lot. is a but, whole lot yeah, I took, I took, I there is a whole lot but what they gonna teach in there though you know what I mean? Like, Depends on the teacher. Like, that's what that's what I'm saying. Like, um, like it's one thing offering the class, but like, we ha- but what they going to teach and like, what 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 are they going to give the the kid? And that's what I would be more, I guess, concerned about, especially because if if you're not gonna, if it's mandatory, but you're about to give me, you know, the basics, the Martin Luther King, the you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you're not going deeper into yeah. any of that stuff, then I, how oh, beneficial yeah. is it? Uh, and and at Morgan, who's the professor? If there's somebody from Morgan who can tell me who the professor is. First day of class of African diaspora, he came mm. in the room and dropped shackles on the ground, right? Mm. And so just impact. He used a lot of drama. Yeah. He was charming mm. and just, dug in. we used to have such hearty discussions and we talked about everything. And it's endless. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like it's a mm. bottomless pit of information. But I think, yes, it's important. And yes, it would be great if schools embraced it. Yeah. But I think there are ways to seek it in. So I think educators who teach world history, mm. ain't no reason why you can't slide in some Denmark Vesey. Ain't no reason right. why we can't. Um, like, you can tell these kids that, you know, during that long passage, you know why they were shackled was, it wasn't, it was because, first off, they were revolting like every 10 minutes. Yeah. Secondly, it was because um, they kept jump, they kept jumping ship. And so that's so things things like that, like yeah, think little so, things like that. Because the way they tell the story of slavery, it's just like came and got us and took us, and that was the end. Yeah. Because I think revolts happened all the time. Yeah. But they weren't. They weren't. They were. They, they weren't, weren't advertised because they didn't want to. They they don't sh- like to show our W's. They don't like to show our wins and our victories and our victories and that our history didn't begin with with slavery. But I think the our our history in in the United States is so entangled in our oppression. Um, that it, it's just, I don't know. So I guess my whole thing is uh, I'm kind of like at the end of that. But what now? Yeah. What What can we do now? What can we do moving forward? And we know Connecticut is doing something. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna say what I really want to say, but why so, not? Why not? It's uncensored, unfiltered, dude. Because, this is because, why we're here. This your black offend, space. Because I'm about to offend the whole state. Oh. But well, so this says Connecticut schools will be offered to require. Well, well, hold on. Connecticut schools will be required to offer African American and Latino studies under a bill. So this is just offering it as a as a elective, right? But like, you're it's not already there. Like, aren't you late? Like, it should already be it. Like, it, I mean, and, there and, are and things you should have been hit, And then y'all had to hit Senate floor. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To make it at least offered. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like Right. So it's so it's so that maybe that's not worthy of celebration, so but we can say, yeah. okay, good. I mean, you know, yeah, it's like whenever cool. whenever we're permitted to to get whenever we're getting what we need and what we want. It's, yeah. it's all right, good. Yeah. You know, it's a step. Um it's a step. It's a step. Yeah. That's good. So I think it's something to keep our eyes on and it's something to care about and to talk to your kids about, like what do they know? Yeah. What, do, what, do, what do they know? Um, yeah, they can learn a lot of black history at, at home. Yeah. My son, <laughs> yeah, give them some books. Right. My Read. Son, my son's into beatboxing right now, and he's discovered some beatboxer. And he's like, this guy's the greatest all time. And it was a white boy. And I was like, uh, Ooh, uh, hold on. Psych. So I went and Googled some other images <laughs> oh, for him. Like, man. I was like, well, there's this. I didn't even pull up Dougie Fresh. You know what I mean? Like, I was yeah. like, yeah, I'm not saying this this white guy isn't good, but look at something yeah, like that. Yeah, where this Like, my son originated. stumbled upon something, mm-hmm. and he's like, this is the best beatboxer in the world. And when he showed it to me, I was like, Sheesh. what? Hold on. What? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. <Yeah>. What? 
<laughs> what is that? But that is the way things are are changed if we don't yeah. tell the story. That will be the truth to him mm. without without an interruption, wild. right? Yeah. Right. That is so wild. so yeah. So um They're not gonna teach rap in there though. They could. They're gonna breeze right by that shit. Yeah. That could be a whole <laughs> I mean that could be that that could be a college. Like maybe in twenty itself. years Just, they'll have to acknowledge I mean in twenty like, years they could do it now. I mean, hear, I mean, um, I mean they black, could do it now. Black like Thought's gonna be teaching a class thing. of hip hop um at Carnegie Hall. Is oh, yeah, that's yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah, I did see that, yep. actually, yeah. I mean, like, in college, where they do those specialty things, I mean, there's right. been classes on... Michael Eric Dyson teaches a class. Classes on... He yeah. studies Jay and Nas. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like, like at, at the college level, they do all kinds of, like, little... I, I like him in his SAT words. Like I'd be like, what? Those things are Who, cool. Michael Dyson? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was watching him on The Breakfast Club. He's hilarious. Higher population involved. <laughs> Strategic planning of the Air Force aerodynamics. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. So what else we got? What else we got? Um, oh, it's my black history moment. I wish we had some African drums queued up. We're going to work on that. We're going to do a lot of new things coming up. Um. Yo, this one, come on. <laughs> this one is like most people should know, but you know the the little details. Like, so it's is is Garrett Morgan. Obviously, you know he's known for uh, inventing the traffic light. Mm. But do you know he was the first black man in Cleveland to purchase a vehicle? So while he's driving his vehicle, he sees collisions all over the place, which inspired him to mm. go home. Mm-hmm. And develop a plan to the to make the traffic light. Like these white people yeah. out here wilding out. <laughs> yeah. They crazy. So There's in, no order. So in 1922, 1923, he received this patent for the traffic light. So he he had a car before everybody. Yep. So what was he doing before that? Uh, right, working on, I think he, he was working on car. another patent for a, something with the sewing machine, I believe. Mm. So he's just an inventor. Period. Yeah. Oh no! Because he just didn't do that. And then he invented the Morgan safety hood and smoke protector, better known to y'all as the gas mask. Mm. That's, That's his dope. invention. That's dope. Go ahead, Garrett Morgan. Yeah. So he sold his traffic light invention to uh, General Electric for forty thousand dollars. Mm, which in which that time was, was a whole a lot of money. Was a whole lot of money. Yeah. Right. That sounds real lowly, but we know that was yeah, and that time was a hundred years ago. That's awesome. That's yeah. crazy. That was a hundred years. Ago. It, and also yeah. on this yeah. day, December first, Rosa Parks refused to give her seat up to a white man. She said, "I will not." Not today. This day in history. Yeah. What year is that? Nineteen fifty. That happened in nineteen fifty-four, fifty-five. Yeah, because the Montgomery Boy Buscott was in fifty-five. Mm-hmm. That's dope. She said, I will not be moved. I will not be moved. She's <laughs> so that's dope. We, and we know we know in the history that uh, the, there were lots There's of people who were arrested people. for not getting up. Yeah. And that was it was formal. Like, it was it was a plan. Like, you going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and she did. And we're glad. And that's dope. Yeah. So December 1st has a lot of meaning. We'll get into a little more about December 1st later. Anything else with this, um, with the black history? No, that was it. Got, it. got it. So I would like to talk about customer service and my undying, uh, my unwavering need to, to continue to um, utilize black businesses, um, first and foremost. Um, and notice I say utilize, not support. Does anyone know why I would say utilize and not support? Because... Mm, Utilize sounds at least like being a customer. Patron, yeah, I want like I want to be a patron. patron. I want to be a yeah. customer. Personally, I'm not buying things I don't need or don't want just because mm-hmm. you make it right? right. I'm not doing that. I might I might go to your grand opening of something. Yeah, but like if you make vacuum cleaners, 
That's always my example, yeah. vacuum cleaners. Because people are always like, oh, yo, you don't support. But, bro, if I'm not in the market for yeah. a vacuum cleaner. I don't, I don't, I'm not. And yeah. you make luxury yeah. vacuum cleaners, 200000 Creamy's not going to the gourmet chitlin spot. Nah, He's not. Exactly. He'll wish you so well. You good luck. Up, right. Yeah, nah, I'm not going. So when I, I Can don't. Can you please not refer to him as Creamy right now? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going. He is the irresponsible Irres- Negro. Irresponsible Negro. Yeah. We'll get into that. I'm not going. So. So I had so I had an experience. So y'all know I keep my hair short and and I have a son. I keep his hair short. And y'all also know I'm not faithful to a barber. Did you know that? You knew that. Yeah, you, yeah. you knew that. You, you know, that. I'm not faithful to. I know men are very faithful to their more faithful to their barbers and their girls. That's that's the that's the standard. Oh, no, come on! <laughs> Whoa. That's a joke. That's a joke. That's a joke. That's wild. It's a joke. They won't cheat. Us. Look, <laughs> listen to the outrage. You could. T- that is you wild. Can- <laughs> I just try to sneak that one. Yeah, she slid that right under the table, didn't yeah. she? <laughs> like they had the same to barber. Say it fast, like connect they had, Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I'm not faithful because mostly I'm I'm a creature of convenience, so I'm I'm I move around. So if I'm I'm in New York, I need a barber. If I'm in uh, CT, I need a barber. If I'm in Bloomfield, I need a barber. If I'm in Springfield, I need a barber. So that's that's my reason. Anyway, so somebody had said, "Oh, yo, this person does a good job." I said, "Cool." So I wandered in there um, Saturday morning, the Saturday of our show. Mm-hmm. I was a walk-in. We're in there early. There's two barbers cutting hair. There are two people in the seats. There's one person waiting. I was like, bang, we found like the sweet spot, right? Mm. The dude says, hey, hi, how you doing? He said, do you have an appointment? And I was like, oh. I said, no, I don't. He was like, yeah, we we really do appointments. He said, I know it looks quiet, but it's, it's this is actually, these are scheduled. So I could say mm-hmm. you could wait, but somebody else is going to come in. So, so And I was like, oh, I get it, I get it, I get it. I said, so you don't do walk-ins? He said, it's not that we don't. It's that you may be waiting a while. I said, cool. He said, but we have an app. Mm. I was like, cool. I said, oh, you have an app? He was like, yeah. So here's the app. Plug it in. Make an appointment, right? I was like, bang. He greeted son, gave him a little fist bump. I was like, this is nice. Okay, (laughs) fine. Whatever. So we go on about our business. Later that week, I go into the app. I add it to my phone. I make an appointment. Two days later, I get a text. Yeah, um, we got to cancel your appointment. A lot of my... Um, older clients aren't using the app yet, and mm. you booked an appointment in their slot. Hmm. Hmm. So you say, hmm. Well, tell me your hmm. What are your thoughts from I, here? I mean, I, I I understand why. So these things, I always think like from a business perspective, right? Mm-hmm. So like, what I'm thinking is you introduced a new system, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, or a new. Uh, game plan, a new uh, strategy or whatever in, in, into your business and you haven't educated your customers on how to go about that. So, so right. So, so now you're having these issues and these are just issues that are going to come up when, you know, like it, it sounds, cause it sounds like, Oh yeah, I'm gonna get an app, but you have like the, the work behind it and, and, and implementing that they didn't consider that. So it, it's raggedy. You know, it just shit. ends up with, with a it's screw raggedy. Up for you. It's raggedy. So, so this is this is how it went. So, so in my mind, I said, "Wait a minute." And so his words were: "These were his words." Oh yeah, you have to cancel that mm-hmm. because I have steady customers mm-hmm. and they who have standing appointments, and that's their time slot. Mm-hmm. 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 So I wrote back. I I wrote, "LOL." That's horrible. I said, I walked in. You told me you couldn't see walk-ins. You told me, go home, put on the app, make an appointment. I went right. home, put on the app, made an appointment. And you're telling me I have to cancel it. Right. That's where I was about to go with yeah. that conversation. Yeah, that's what I was like. That's what I, I said. I said, that's terrible. He wrote back, what do you expect me to do? Cancel a standing customer for the last 10 years instead and 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 have you do it too with like three question marks. Like like I was man. the one with the audacity. Right. Yeah, like I was right. the one with the audacity. I said, what I expect oh, is that you geez. recognize that this was your error. Your problem, right. This is your error. Yep. I said, I expect one, an apology. I expect two, an offer <laughs> of another date. I expect three, that there wouldn't be available time slots if they're not really available. Right. If they're not using the system block. Lock them for your customers. I actually understand a mistake. Yeah. And that's what I said. I said, you should have offered it another day. I, I, I blew him the fuck up, mm. right? And so the last thing I said was, he said, oh, well, we got a 6.30 p.m. Fuck your 6.30 p.m. I don't want 6.30 p.m. <laughs> I said, but I said, what I will do 
is offer you a free customer service training because that was terrible. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, and my desire is that I want to see black people be great in all things. And so he did. It was kind of quiet after that. Well, damn. But I, but I meant that because here's here's what I think. I think his value is I have to make sure my steady customers are good. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I yes, you that. do. I also understand this app is new and everybody's not on it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, mm-hmm. I totally get it. When you make a mistake and you are the business owner, the first thing you need to do is own the mistake. It's your mistake, not mine. That's he treated it. me like I made That's the mistake. It. I booked the appointment, like you said. I yeah. went home. I left, went home, put on the app, and they were cool when I met them. So it wasn't like he greeted me in some disrespect. But mm-hmm. I was like, this is bogus. And I'm not going to say their name um, because I think uh, I'm, I'm not going to say their name. It's Steady Business. But yeah, I think, I number that. one, he doesn't know me. And so he doesn't know um, the reach I have in my community. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't know that that was... A loss, and generally speaking, a I don't potential new customer, a new mm-hmm. customer who has a loud mouth and tells everybody when mm-hmm. when something's dope, right? I tell everybody when I have a good experience, and so I I was disappointed in that, and so there's this idea that I don't I don't support black businesses. I'm a patron of black businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, because support sounds more like I'm doing you a favor, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm a favor by being, it's a favor by being a customer. Yeah. But I'm going there because you provide a service that I want. Yeah. You serve a food that I like. You created a product that I'm interested in. And, you know, I have hair and I cut it. Uh, and, yeah. and and you're near me. Yep. So the convenience of that, I was like, yo, this could be a dope backup mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. the backup, right? Mm-hmm. And so... um. I was disappointed in that, but my offer of customer service training was legitimate. I actually teach customer service. That's one of my skills. Mm. It's something I do. I created a whole workshop around it. And I will I would really, if you would like some training for your mm. staff, I will come and give it. Um, I'll come and offer it to your to your black of business. I'm dead ass. Because there is a, we have a problem, folks. Well, I think that the issue is is that like some people have Talent, and, and I think that this goes across because you, you yeah. get root service anywhere, everywhere. But I think that, like, okay, like he knows how to cut hair, yeah. Like, but just because you, oh, just because you can cut hair doesn't mean that you know how to run a business. You know how many and, men I mean, in, in this area can cut hair, right? Exactly. Or lot. and 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 I, and it ends up being like the common, well, yeah, the more common things. Like, so you cut hair, you cook, um, you know, you're a, a, a um, you clean, yeah, you yeah, you beautician. clean, yeah, yeah. It's the more common things, the things where you have to like, where you really, really, really need like a real, like a thorough business background. Like those, those people aren't having those customers. I, I, or, or I, it doesn't seem that yeah, way. Yeah, I me. think I think business is part of it. So one is product, the other is business. Like yeah. I, I'm imagine if you open a business, you didn't do this as a hobby, right? Right. I imagine you want it to be lucrative and successful. You want to be overflowing. Like I'd I'd want it so I can only take appointments. Like we can't do walk-ins yeah. at all. That would be inconvenient for a person like me. But mm. I would imagine that your desire is to thrive. So I also think it's important to be able to be receptive to feedback, right? Mm-hmm. If you did something bogus and I bring it to you. Um, yeah, I, I agree. Like, I feel if you own a business, and I come to you and I point out a flaw to you, I'm not talking shit to you. I'm trying to point out something I noticed mm-hmm. and trying to help you for the next time. That's all. That is a gift. It's a freaking gift. Because what I could have just done is just left. Blew yeah. off the water yeah, and been exactly. like, and just, I ain't yeah. rocking with you. I'm gonna put you, right. spew you all over right. the internet. Right. We, yeah. I had three, uh, some some theater training, just a little background, and um, one of our t- professors would give us feedback and would be kind of cold with it. Like, yeah, that was not convincing at all. Sit down. <laughs> and and our, our training, was, we were directed to say thank you mm. because the idea was any feedback they gave us. We only say thank you when somebody says we do a good job, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. But if somebody says that was, that was whack, it wasn't convincing, go work on this, that is also a gift because mm-hmm. somebody's letting you know because their desire is that you be great. Yeah. So sometimes people, they only want to hear that they are great. Mm. They don't want anybody to tell them, yeah, that this food didn't taste like what I thought, and mm. y'all were mad slow, your mm. server was rude. Mm. I come here because the first time I had that chicken, it changed my life. I went home and slapped three people. <laughs> but I'm not coming back <laughs> unless you can figure out. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so there, there, is, there is some graciousness I carry with black businesses because the other thing is 
even though I want to get VIP red carpet treatment everywhere I go, I really do. Like I want people mm-hmm. to treat me with love and respect and, and, and in the same, but I also can't not consider that we're, we're, we're playing in a field that was not created for us to thrive. And we are starting from behind the starting point. So a lot of these businesses that are thriving are like, how do people come to be great at something, right? But with this though, here's the thing about it. Yeah. And and maybe maybe people don't know this, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm here to tell you, there's like full out business classes online. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where you can learn all this shit, like from, from idea all the way to... To, to follow through if you want to yeah. right if you want to invent a new product if you if you want to and just because you think like you know uh, a barber uh, if you're serving food like that's still good to know those things or whatever um you know not everybody went to school and you don't have to go to school for it like you don't you, you, and courtesy you don't be cost knowledgeable you anything on it no matter what a lot of people don't think like do, that they just know? think like okay I got a lump sum of money. Let me open a business. Yeah, right. let's go. I like, got this skill. Right. I got a spot. I got, and that's good. That's it's yeah, a good start. That, yeah, that's, it's a good yeah. start. It's honestly a good start. You got some steady customers. You got a nice. It was nice. It was clean in there. Yeah. He greeted me in a good way. But that was so whack to me. And I was like, in my mind, I was like, it's, it's offensive. But I, he doesn't know better. His value is making sure his steady customers mm-hmm. here. He's not taking care of potential customers. When your steady yeah. customers die or move, what is your business going to yeah. look like? And see, that's the thing, like. From a business perspective, like that's where, like, yo, you're losing out. Right. You know what I mean? Because I would think, obviously, like, we, you need you need as many customers as you yes. can get. You're, 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 you know what I mean? And it's hard to create a new yeah, customer, right? Exactly. So, it's hard to create a new customer. Yeah. And so I think there's room to learn. I think it's also that people need to have a little humility about it and just understand there's a lot they don't know and there's a lot of room. Um, there's a lot of room to grow. So I, I was really. Yeah. Disappointed. See, in, and in I'm glad you said grow because like some people are comfortable right away. Right, Which is at. also I was because you have your consistent customers. You're maybe right. he's making the amount of money that he needs to make, right. whatever, and like you could yeah take it or leave it. You know what I mean? Quite possibly. And 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 sometimes with I think that that happens. You know, restaurants yeah. know their reg- regulars. You Listen, know, if like you that. run a business and you make a mistake, apologize. Here's what would have yeah. been dope. Here's yeah. what would have been dope. Yo, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um, you scheduled an appointment at a time. One of my regulars comes at that time every day. I'm sorry it was even available. Here's what I'm going to do. Bring you and your son back at this time. Mm-hmm. I'm going to cut his hair for free. And I want to make sure that you have a, a positive experience. Mm-hmm. I want you to know that we're serious about what we do. That would have been easy. It would yep. have cost him anything. And I would have been... Uh, and I would have yeah, paid yeah, for yeah. my son's haircut too. Yeah, right, right, Do you know what I'm right, saying? Right. Like, there are yeah. ways to to recover from making mistakes. She was like, nope, I'm going to Sluice's Barbershop. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Boston Road and get a haircut. <laughs> I, wasn't in, I wasn't there, though. I wasn't there. I wasn't in town. I wasn't in town. So I think that's um, an exclusive. I'll always have a great experience there, y'all. Yeah. y'all treat me right. You do it. You do a good job. Um so yeah, so I, I think. A, yeah, that is. A but fail. I I do want to I do like to give people a chance. So I think sometimes when we have a raggedy experience, let's not just leave. Yeah. And leave it in the air, like, yo, they got my order wrong. I'm never coming back. Like, mm-hmm. tell them, hey, you got my order wrong. I'm tempted to not come back here, but the food is good, and I want to make sure. I want to help you out, whether they receive it or not. I don't know. Yeah, I might give you a couple times, and then I just won't show up no more. Yeah. <laughs> but how will they ever be great? I know it's their job to get yeah. great, but how do they know they made a mistake if all you do is that, leave? That's what they I'm saying. Like, yeah. you, you got to let them know what they're doing yeah. wrong. Yeah, I hear you. I don't know if I care. I'll just go eat somewhere else. That's the, you know what I mean? Cause, right. <laughs> right. Because like, it's like right. you said, I'm a patron. Because others, right? right. So like when I'm hungry, right. exactly. I want to go eat somewhere. Yeah. So like if, if I feel like I came here yeah. and it wasn't great, like, eh, yeah. When my well, sideburn's getting outrageous. I'll go somewhere else. <laughs> right. And, you know what I mean? Right. And I'll just eat there. Right. I'll just skip around you. Right. And talk about support. Leaning into support, I want to just talk about this real quick. First of all, I just saw Queen and Slim last night. And I'm still high off it. Like I'm, I'm really desperate. She to really talk is. About she it. hasn't I'm stopped really, talking about it. Yeah. I really, really am. I, I can't. She said I was an irresponsible Negro because I didn't go see it. Not because he didn't go see it. Because he was uh, like, he don't know he re- that it's gonna make it. Yeah. He's gonna make oh yeah. It. Might it's not almost make like you're refusing it. to go yeah. see it. I'm not refusing. But I go he, the first week. Like, and if I don't weekend. go the first week, then the we know, chances that I go are kind of slim. Opening weekend is really that important for a movie. Yeah. Queen and Slim. So you have become a responsible Negro. Right. And so this isn't a movie that I'm like, oh, you should support this movie. I don't want you to support the movie because support the movie sounds like you'd be doing them a favor by seeing it. 
you will do yourself a favor if you see this movie. It is excellent. The cinematography is excellent. Download mm. the soundtrack today. It's Bomb, Bilal, Raphael Sadiq, Lauren Hill. You will not be disappointed. And Sid. Um, I like the Sid song. Sid. Yeah, every, everything. You can just let it rock. Like, yeah. how, how, when's the last time even soundtracks we were excited about? Can you remember? Mm. You know it's kind of... It's been a long time. It's been a long time since what doesn't count. So the Godfather of Harlem soundtrack. I heard it's dope. Yeah, and the thing that's kind of this will be sidetracking this, but I can say it quick. So um, it they didn't put out like a soundtrack. I feel like they're producing the songs with the shows as they go along. So you like there'll be like a a song. Yeah, right. So for people who don't know, the Godfather of Harlem. Harlem, yep. It's a television show that comes on. Epic. It's about um, Bumpy Bumpy Johnson, Johnson, right? And so Swiss Beats is the musical director. It's more so than just like making a soundtrack. Mm -hmm. And he really wanted to make songs that went with specific moments. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so there's never been like a full, like this is the soundtrack that came out, but like you'll get like a song here or there. So. I love That's it. totally different, but Underground had a dope saying, soundtrack too. So anyway, yeah. so this, this these are already a plus. Yeah. Um, but the, yeah, Queen is some. It's beautiful. It is art. There are so many quotables, and it, it's beautiful. It's art. There's so many quotables, and it, it is an experience. I'm not going to spoil it for you, but I love to talk about some of the recurring themes and mm. some of the parallels in. Um, outside the movie theater. All right, and, maybe I'll go And see. so I, I would just love to have a discussion about it. So I'm, I'm, I don't want to spoil it, but I, I really think it, it's 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 urgent. Like, I want y'all to go see it today. It might be snowing outside. It ain't snowing in the movie theater. Um, <laughs> but opening, opening weekend numbers have the largest impact. Generally, yeah. movies decline, except for like Black Panther and Avengers. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, the, the shit keeps climbing um, for the six weeks it's in the theater. But um, other films... It, I think it's worth seeing it also on the big screen. Mm. Um, I'm actually planning to go again. Maybe I'll do like a a meetup because. Um, yeah, invite us next time. Okay. Because you yeah. gonna go it and was, tell us that spor- you, we need to go. <laughs> it was sporadic. But you didn't invite us to it's go. Sporadic. Let me tell you how she me. Went, she went with Tracy. Though. I went with Tracy. Aww. Me and Tracy. They taking pictures. Aww. Me and Tracy Aww. had other plans. Me and Tracy got dolled Damn. up. We're supposed to go to an event. We went out to dinner and we went to one. We were, we were party hopping. We went to one party um, in New Haven. It was dope. It was it was it was the Sigmas put it out. Um, shout mm-hmm. out to the Sigmas. Um, we went in there. It was dope. They were dancing. Everybody looked nice. Mm-hmm. It was a day party. We we left there. We went to dinner and we were supposed to go to another um, party. We mm-hmm. sat down and ate. And I was like, Itis. <laughs> we were like, let's let's. We started talking about Queen and Slim. She was like, let's do that instead. So all dolled up. <laughs> at the movie theater Sitting in the movie <laughs> Yeah And it was all black people in there We was talking back We was talking back um, It was it, It's it's really the second week then I don't need y'all in here Talking back to the movie It's beautifully It's beautifully Beautifully done It's beautifully done And I really Think um, You would be uh, Missing out If you didn't Get to experience it yourself And I'll leave it at that so let me know if you see, I'm saying let me know if you see it. Y'all can't let me know if you don't know me. I'm taking a little social media hiatus. Mm. Um, but you, you put it can on the Mike, paper, put it on the Mike Scissors, scissors page. Tag Mike Paper Scissors in your, um, in your take a picture of your ticket stub for Queen and Slim. And tag Mike Paper Scissors and Queen and Slim in it. I'm, I'm curious who all has seen it and just how you feel about it. So that's it. I'm done with that. I'll try mm-hmm. to go. Mm-hmm. Let's go. I'll try to go. Okay. It's up to you. It's up to you. <laughs> so let's let's talk about your girl, Miss Summer. She's not like not. No, yeah, I do fuck with Summer. Yeah, I like yeah. Summer. Um, so for people who don't know, yeah, Summer Walker is a R and B artist. She put out her date. Well, is it her debut? I think before that was an EP. Anyway, she put out a new album like what like a month ish ago, um, and it just kind of hit the scene. She broke. Um, some lemonade records from Beyonce. So, like, she kind of, you know, she's in the spotlight now. Um, but, uh, so she has a tour planned and she canceled a lot of the dates and, of course, kept, like, the bigger ones and, uh, like, the ones in the bigger cities. And she explained that um, after the start of the tour, um, she just, she, she says that she has social anxiety and she's an empath and um, she just can't be around that many people. She just she's absorbing too many like different energies and 
Um, and then she went on the Soul Train Awards. And, or, well, this is before. Oh, so she went on Soul Train Awards. She won. She gave the shortest speech probably ever. And um, there was this picture of her um, on the red carpet where she was standing very still that got memed up kind of crazy. So all that being said, um, people are upset with her because they say that on her social media, um, she doesn't present herself as someone who would have social anxiety. And they're saying that if she has social anxiety, why would you choose a profession where you have to be social? And I think all of that's whack. I think people are so corny. So number one, I, I think and, and I think social social anxiety, introversion, it's like a spectrum, like autism. Right, right? exactly. Like there's there's, no there's one... severe and there's 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 it, it, it's just different for everybody. Yeah. Because I think one of the things when we talk about like introversion, like sometimes people would be surprised that I mm-hmm. can be extremely Introverted, right? Um, introverted. She lying. Well, 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 <laughs> no, well, no, no, well no. first of all, too, like it's yeah. a mis like, understanding of what the meaning is, right? Like, it's, it's about a preference. It's about how you recharge. It's about right. where you are at your best. Because of of my life, because of a lot of decisions I make, I'm forced to be in settings where I have to mingle. I have learned mm-hmm. some tricks to help myself feel more confident and comfortable and, and ways to interact. And sometimes people don't even notice when I have bowed out mm-hmm. or, or t- tucked myself away mm-hmm. um, and saying a little by myself. I, there are crowds where I feel overwhelmed. Like l- last night we went to a party and it was dope, but I was like, I want to get out of here. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I have to leave. Mm-hmm. And so we left. And so I think that I totally get that. I think she gave like a weirdo hippie response. Like she, when you start talking about vibes and empaths. Yes. I think the general yeah, yeah, public yeah, 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 yeah. can't yeah, really can't really can't understand they, that. They can't really relate to that. Or, and, or, or relate to that, yeah. And twerking in a camera in your room is not the same as having small talk conversation with a stranger who is fawning over you. Right. That's a completely <laughs> right, right, different right. thing. You okay. Oh, and and even, know. you know, like she was on um so I've seen her live um over the summer and she was sitting on a stool off to the side. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This is like a festival, mm-hmm. you know. And um, if you see her on NPR, she's performing like with her arms folded, yeah, kind of tucked away, like she looked mad, even, uncomfortable, yeah, yeah, within herself, right. And um, so I, it it looks legit to me. And, but in in regards to whether or not like I think or someone thinks it looks legit, I just don't like the fact that people are trying to define her. Instead of letting her define herself. Can y'all act like you don't remember Prince or Michael Jackson? Yeah, that too. Because them was socially, uh, obviously. Especially Mike. Especially Mike. They were were freaking weird. uh, Did you see them on interviews? I don't call them weird. They they were weird. That was part of, I love weird. I think most artists are a little off, but I understand why that sounds like a judgy word. But nobody nobody in the world is like Prince. Nobody in the world is like Michael Jackson. They are unusual. And they were mad introverted. Anytime you had a conversation, their voices get low. Or they would make these little corny jokes and Mm -hmm. look around. And so you could tell their comfort is on stage. Mm Mm-hmm. Their comfort is on stage. That's how I am. My yeah. comfort's on stage. Yeah. Like on stage, what? I'll engage with a whole room. Immediately after, if I get off stage and somebody wants to talk to me, I have to force myself to not be a weirdo. Mm-hmm. Like I have to I have to stay present. Like, okay, they just said their name. Lynette, what's their name? Okay, they gave you another compliment. Mm-hmm. Okay, I know you want to go to the bathroom. You want to get out of here. Okay, smile. Smile in it. Smile in it. And this is the conversation <laughs> I'm having with myself. I love people. I do that same thing. <laughs> and it's, I, um, I am thing. working through it. And I've been doing it so long I can work through it. But my preference would be to get off stage and be like Guide away yeah. um, somewhere in a, in a bounce and maybe come back an hour later after I mm-hmm. after I come down. So I, I totally get it. And I think the other reality is it'd be nice if people got it, but they don't have to. So I think when you sign up for a public life, mm. it's it's part of the journey. Yeah. yeah. Everybody is not going to be compassionate. They think you belong to them now. Yeah. You have joined the public we have the right to consume as much of you as we want, and you and it's hard to turn off. There's a football player, yeah. Ricky Williams, mm-hmm. who used to, um, after the games, he would do his interview with his helmet on. Mm. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. I the shield was tinted. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 He didn't want to 
He was, a, he was yeah. more comfortable with his helmet with his on than right. talking to the camera. Yeah. Who was the one who was only there so they don't get fined? Who was oh, that was Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch. Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> he was just being I'm a ass. He was being but yeah. I think, but the the yeah, with the helmet because he was probably like, "This is painful, but if I have to do it, then I'm gonna do it my way." And he used yeah. to smoke a lot of weed. Yeah, just to cope. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. to cope. Then he started smoking weed with Lenny Kravitz. Oh well, mm. I know. Yeah. Hey, that's <laughs> I guess he was trying to get through that anxiety one way. Yeah. Wow. So I think with with anxiety, I think it would it would be worthwhile to if this is someone you're a fan of their music, why not read up on what social anxiety is? Yeah. Instead like, of just being a jerk for no reason. Of, yeah, instead of right. <laughs> you ain't anxious. Yeah. like Because what do they think it is? That's wild to me. Why do they think she's canceling the tour? Because she doesn't want to perform? Yeah, well. She just doesn't want to be there? Yeah. You think she's lazy? Yeah. Are you kidding? And I, like, what, yeah. is, what are we deciding that means if it's not? What is stopping us from believing that what people say is true? You know? Yeah. I don't know. I think that's kind of. I, I I've gone through the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. it's like oh, I'm an introvert. No, the hell you're not. Because I see you doing things. That, right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm super quiet. Yeah, but quiet is not the same. Yeah, not necessarily. It's introverted. Like there are people. Like my son recharges in company. Mm-hmm. I recharge in solitude. We don't yeah. match. Yeah, so yeah. when he wants to like re- relax, he needs to reconnect. He mm-hmm. wants to be. Around mm-hmm. and and so I think it's it's the way you charge and your preference. Where do you yeah. where do you prefer to be? And, and and I don't know if it's always like a like like there's gray mm-hmm. in in this stuff. So like you know it's not always like all one way or all the right. other way. And I think that that's where people get like right. mixed up in it too, right. or whatever you know. Like, like a, it could be certain situations. It could be you know, it, yeah. or maybe it's forty this, sixty this way, or right. whatever. Like. It doesn't mean that it's not a part of the person, you know. Yeah. And I just don't think any everybody's mental health looks the same. Like like depression to two people, right? Might you know? Yeah, everybody deals with it. Or handle it differently. Or it might even be caused, or it's caused by different things. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not all caused by the same thing. So like, how could you, you know? Yeah. Just because somebody be more sensitive. When yeah, it comes and just because you haven't experienced truthfully. something doesn't mean it's not real. Right. Um, and so that's this. This is what trips people trip over. Yeah. Um, so let's 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 talk for a minute. So uh, December first is World AIDS Day, and so for those of you who've been uh, familiar, it's been going on for a long time. Started in 1988, and it's designated to raise awareness to the AIDS pandemic and the spread of HIV infection. And so December first is right now. And so one of the reasons this is important to us um, specifically and why I think it should be important to you if you are black and you, or if you love or care about black women, then this should be a concern. Um, Black women, uh, African-American are disproportionately affected by the HIV epidemic in the United States. So one of the things um, that people should be aware of, I think we, we don't talk about AIDS and HIV as much anymore. Mm-mm. Have you noticed? Yeah. It's not an overwhelming conversation. It's not. That used to be the big fear. Because it was like, like a death I think it was a lack of education. It was, it was, it was, it was like a death sentence. Like well, yeah. not like a, it was a death sentence. Well, like if you, yeah. once upon a time, yeah. if you had HIV, you were going to get Straight AIDS, up. and then you were going to get skinny, get mm-hmm. sores over your body, and die. Right. And that was, and, and the ignorance about it, at first um, we thought it was only gay men mm-hmm. and then we thought it was only um, drug, drug addicts mm-hmm. yeah. uh-huh but heterosexual black women are contracting HIV still more than anybody else mm. and so I think one of the things that people should be aware of is that there is with proper health care um, your HIV status could could be undetectable mm. um, if you're if you're getting treated and medicated. We right. know there's some other issues that that stand in the way of mm. getting the treatment. And if you have a partner who is HIV positive, they can take a medication and you can take a medication so that you don't contract it. Mm. So this is the thing. So so it's a lot of new developments. There's been a lot of new yeah. developments, and I think that is why there's been a shift because uh-huh. people aren't looking at this as a right, death sense. Right, right. The problem is. You can only take the medication to prevent you from getting HIV 
if you know your partner has it, right? Uh, and yeah, your partner has to be managing their right. HIV status in order to be taking the medication to make sure you're not sick and something is not happening. Right. And so we are still, there is still a lot of shame and stigma yeah. Yeah, yeah. around HIV. You don't meet a lot of people who say, yes, I have HIV. Yeah. Yeah. Nice to meet you. And so new HIV infections, let me see. There, there was, there. It was like there was a decrease, and then it jumped back up again. Mm. And so, for Black women, you know, I, I could read numbers. You could Google numbers, but I think um, mostly what I would encourage you to do is get tested. I think. Mm. Um, what do you think? People. The reason is people don't get tested because why? They don't want to know. They don't want to know. Yeah. Because I feel like if I don't know, then what? Shit hurts too. Huh? Hurts. Hurts, yeah. yeah. Well, no, I mean it hurts to, 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 <laughs> to, <laughs> oh, to take a test. Oh, well, <laughs> well nah, it doesn't, it doesn't have to. It doesn't have to. It could be blood. The wait time after the you swab. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is, no, the one when they got to stick it right in the hole oh, in the, the top for the men with the pee pee. That shit oh, hurts, bro. Yeah. Which That's one not is AIDS, that? though. That's not, that, was that, is that chlamydia? That Some STD. hurts. Sexually What are the things? I think a lot of times people put a lot of trust in their partners. Damn, I'm and I'm not. I'm oh, not telling you not to hurts. trust your partner. I'm, sorry. I, I'm saying just trust. Take care of yourself. Your partner might not know all the information that they need to know. So I'd say get a test. Um, if you need yeah. a friend to go with you, I offered that last year. I said if you want somebody to go with you, I'll go with you um, to take a test because you, you can't manage it if you don't know. Yeah, you can't manage it if you don't know. And I think we really have to take the shame off of it. Um, we have to stop behaving like people aren't really having sex. That people aren't really having unprotected sex mm -hmm. or at behaving like someone deserves it if they have it. And um, that black women are taking care of themselves. And so on this World AIDS Day, I hope that you will consider having a conversation with your partner about their status, especially black women. I know that's a hard conversation to have, but if you can't have that conversation, if you don't feel like you can, go get a mm -hmm. test. And let Bring the a girlfriend and let the people know. That, you know, we're going to... Indulge a little deeper with this. Yes, in, in the future we're going to dig dig a little deeper and have more of a conversation um, with some people in the community about this. But right now, December first, um, let's let's be loving. Let's make sure we're not um, making ignorant statements about HIV and AIDS. Because the other thing is, you don't know who the what the person next to you is is managing, mm. and so we want to be as compassionate as possible and understanding, and that we're taking care of ourselves. You do not have to get HIV and you do not have to die of AIDS if you have it. People live long, meaningful lives. Ask Magic Johnson. Mm. Um, you could live to anything. Yeah. Magic. <laughs> I mean, he might be the exception because he's a dynamic like a superhuman type yeah, right. dude. Yeah, <laughs> plus years with it. Money. Yeah. He's still going. Yeah. yeah. That's that's all I got. Y'all yeah. got anything else? No, that's it. All right. Yeah. It's been real. It's been realer. <laughs> <laughs> irresponsible Negro. Signing, signing off. off. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>